foot, check your heading north, height heading is 074. Check your altimeter set, 2946, corrected center point elevation, 0 feet. Check your barrel and exit, check your SDS 1230, 3034. Check your field, check your speed up, lights out. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Bob, boom, up there we have done. Two soldiers at five. We on the airfield and airspace. You are clear for takeoff. Have a good one. Thanks, Bob. Clear for takeoff. Check your parker brake off. Check your trim set. Check your nozzle steering on. Maneuver. Damn it. Half square face. Left turn out. Let's run them up. now. On air, the Renegade Aviator combines jet airshow performances and this radio show to promote aviation excellence, overcoming obstacles, and achieving goals. Here he is, the Renegade Aviator, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator, and I'm going to start the show with how I've ended my show in the last couple of weeks. So what? What are we supposed to do? Right over the last couple of weeks, I keep saying this, what are we supposed to do? But this week, I'm opening my show with that statement because all of us right now have something lost, something screwed up. We're all involved in this government shutdown of this uh, Wuhan virus, COVID virus, whatever the heck you want to call it. But hey, do you know what? If you want to talk politics or anything else, there's plenty of radio shows to do that. But this radio show is about promoting aviation, in particular, promoting air shows and why air shows, people. Air shows demonstrate excellence. And I love demonstration over words. I talk a lot, man, but I hate talk. I love demonstration. So air shows embody excellence demonstrated. They embody overcoming obstacles and achieving goals. And today my special guest is an air show performer and he's been on my show before, but I'm bringing him back for a couple of reasons. Reason number one is he's demonstrating despite the kick in the rear end with all this stuff. He's taking action. I'd like to welcome to the show, Jerry Connolly, demo pilot, vampire air shows. Jerry, welcome back to the Renegade Aviator radio show. Hey, it's good to be back there. Right on, man. I'm doing well. But as we're talking about, the air shows are shut down. But what I want to really give people an opportunity is to maybe speak to somebody like yourself. And what triggered this is a letter that I'm going to make public on my website. It's up on Facebook as well. But a letter to the president of the United States. And I don't expect you to read your own letter. You can if you want. But what I really want to get from you is I think what the audience needs to hear is from your perspective as a performer, the value that air shows provide to them and to this country. Just give us a little bit of feedback as to that. And you can talk about your act and all that, but I really want to get involved in this. Why are air shows so darned important to this nation? Well, in the letter I wrote, Diane, it would be good if sometime you could just actually read. I don't want to do that, but I'll let you do that. Right on. Is I tried to explain to the president and all the congressmen and senators, I sent copies of the letter to, which, by the way, I've got no replies from anybody. So, you know, we're still banging away at it. But um, 
I'm sure people are, are pretty busy, is that air shows in general are a national asset. And a lot of people just think it's a nice day of fun. You go out, your kids go see airplanes in the air, and you eat a hot dog and be entertained, usually for free at military shows and for a very, very low cost on some of the civilian shows. A national asset in that, from the military standpoint, air shows are a recruiting tool. They're also a way of showing the general public how the defense dollars are spent. When you see an F-22 or an F-35 flyover, you say, well, you know what? That's part of my money. That's what I work for. That's part of my tax going to make this country great by having aircraft that are number one in the world. As far as recruiting, nobody is going to drag a little Jimmy out for a 30, 40-minute drive, maybe hour drive to get to a show, a half hour sitting in line, then the long walk to get to where your seat's at in the hot sun for a one-hour demonstration of the Thunderbirds or Blue Angels. I like to explain to people that the air show pilots are basically like the opening act for Garth Brooks. We're the ones that do the teaser. We're the one to entertain the crowd. We show the military aviation with all the warbirds and do the warm-up to the crescendo, which is you know one of the demo teams like the Thunderbirds or the Blue Angels, where then the public gets to see. This is something I'd like to be involved in. As a young child, you know, I remember seeing the Thunderbirds fly, and I said, this is what I want to do. I want to be a part of this. I want to be part of aviation. And in our world where science and mathematics is pretty much falling by the wayside, especially in the United States, to get kids interested in something that, first of all, is out of their computer, off the video games, outside, breathing real air, and watching something which is incredible by any stretch of the imagination is something we desperately need to do. So in that letter to the president, I explained to him as a national asset, no opening acts, no air shows, no recruiting, because we got to be able to build that interest to bring kids out to spend an entire day with their parents. Absolutely. And without the opening acts, no sponsors, nobody to put this together, because you're right, the military bases open up for a lot of these air shows, but there's so many air shows, hundreds of air shows. And there's a reason for that, because we need to draw these crowds in. And you mentioned it on your last interview with me, how you're a steward of history, right? You are caring for historic aircraft like the Haviland Vampire. Tell us a little bit about your act, what you do, and a little bit of what goes on behind the scenes to keep a precious piece of history, three of them, keep those things flying. Well, as said the last time we spoke, the Haviland Vampire is the world's first single-engine jet fighter. So the very root of all military jet aviation is based in the airplane of fly. They flew in 1943 in the middle of World War II. It was so good. They held it off till after the war ended, and so it became frontline fighter in '46. Flew in many conflicts across the world. Five thousand were built, and there are seven left in the world. So, of those seven, three of them are in like these museums that don't really fly them very much. They may pull them outside every once in a while, but four that we have, we work them. We take them out and we fly them like the military flew them 70 years ago, and, and keep that history going forward. As I said before, from a jet whose fuselage is made of balsa wood and plywood to a 3,500-pound thrust engine, 30 years later, you have the F-16. That can do you know, Mach 1.5, Mach 2. So that little time frame, from 30 years from the, that first jet fighter to one of the world's best jet fighters is a very, very short period of time. And by showing this history out there, 
you want to inspire kids to go, you know what, it may be an F-35 today, but one day, 30 years from now, what will it be? Right. Well, without science and without the enthusiasm for a young kid to sit there and go, I want to be a part of this, that falls by the wayside. And like I said, in, in a culture where we worship the Kardashians over scientists and doctors and the people that you know made this country great, the cult of personality, we as airshow pilots, we have a responsibility to not only be not boring, to uh, show history in a way that's exciting, interact with the crowd in a way that gets them fired up. One of the things I always say about airshow pilots is all we are is college-trained circus carnies <laughs> that bites the heads off chickens. <laughs> Our job is is to get the crowds fired up, stoked up about history and aviation and flying and get them excited about something. And then that young kid that gets inspired, next thing you know, he graduates from the Air Force Academy. I had a kid I flew when he was 15 years old. His father let me take him up in a jet, and he wanted to go up and see what it was like to fly in a fighter jet. And I flew him. He went on to go to college, and he followed in his dad's footsteps to be a lawyer, and I lost track of him for six or seven years. And then at Corpus Christi Naval Air Station, I was flying the air show, and this kid walks up to me, dashing young man, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, and he walks up, he goes, hey, Jer. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, and I, and I, you know, I hadn't seen him in a long time. It was this guy. He went through law school, got halfway through, dropped out, joined the Marine Corps, and next thing you know, he's in fighter training down at Corpus Christi because that never left his mind what it was like to be in a fighter. And he said, you know what? I kept trying to be a lawyer and I just hated it. And I knew that this was my life's calling. Right on. Right on. But that happens because of what we do. Absolutely. It does. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up to the first break. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back with Jerry Connolly, president of Vampire Air Shows, air show performer. This is David Costa, renegadeaviator.com. Hey, we're taking a quick break, but you've got to stay with us and listen to these messages. We'll be back very soon with the host with the most, Dave Costa, and our special guest, Jerry Conley, here at the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. Don't forget, you can find us also on all the podcast platforms. Just look for Renegade AV, the number 8R. Hey, Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. You are listening to the podcast version of my radio show. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. You can find the Renegade Aviator radio show anywhere you find podcasts. Can't find it on your preferred platform? Contact me through the website RenegadeAV8R, RenegadeAviator.com, and I will fix it. All right. Back to the next segment of the show. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Here we go. In the air and on air. Here he is, the Renegade Aviator, David Costa. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, go to my website, Renegade AV, the number 8R, RenegadeAviator.com, because we are on a mission. We're always on a mission. We have always got something going on. Pilots do things step by step. Pilots have a goal in mind. I got with us today Jerry Connolly, who's an air show demo pilot and the president of Vampire Air Shows. Jerry, you were just talking in the first segment about these kids that get that spark. You had your spark at an air show. I had my spark at an air show and you are lighting fuses out there and this can't be done on YouTube. I don't care what the technology does. We need to get people out and back together again. I'm sensing in the world right now that everybody's scared. Oh my God, we got to keep social distance. We can't stand out and watch an air show anymore. We can't let that happen. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think we're all going to stand six feet apart on the flight line watching really cool jets like a vampire fly? Well, I'll give you an example. It's that government does as they always do. They overreach. And I was at my house doing the social distancing thing, trying to uh, work on everything aviation I could think of. Of course, my wife had me like cleaning the back lawn, cleaning the gutters. The last thing I was actually contemplating was uh, filing squirrels' fingernails in the back lawn because <laughs> I was losing my mind. So this last weekend, I decided to go to Lowe's, get some stuff for her projects that she had assigned for me. And I'm not kidding, David, there wasn't a parking space in the entire parking lot open, and there had to be at least a 1,000 people in the loose. Uh, it was packed to the teeth. I mean, if you want to say people were social distancing, yeah, you know, <laughs> people in general social distance as by nature. You know, they don't just run up and grab people. But I mean, literally, it was wall-to-wall people because, as Trump said about the cure can't be worse than the disease, is that we're creatures that were meant to be outside. We're people that like to do things and be motivated and to experience life. You can't take that from people. So no, I don't believe that if we throw an air show, people will be standing there six from each other. There will be some people that wear the masks, which I will never say is a bad idea. I think you should take as much precautions as you can as a person. But there's another thing about you have to live life. We're, uh, none of us are going to get out of this thing alive. And it's enjoying the time that you have here to the the fullest of your ability. So I believe when air shows come back, whenever that happens to be, whether it's this summer, this fall, or next year, I think it's going to be overwhelmingly packed crowds. Not being able to wait to get outside to experience something besides seeing their their laundry room from 25 different angles. So um, I think it's going to go really well. But you have to break the dam. And right now... um, Governors are tremendously overreacting, and uh, people are pretty much had their fill of it. No, I absolutely agree. There is a lot of overreaction going on, and people like to be told what to do for a while. But this truly American spirit, and air shows are so critical to this, and it's why you wrote your letter to President Trump. And you know what? People go, well, geez, you know, has he answered yet? It doesn't matter. The being in action, and you know this, it takes a lot of steps to go from somebody that points to an air show and goes, you know, I'd like to fly a historic jet in front of crowds at air show. That makes no logical sense, right? We all signed up to join this this great circus called air shows, but that shows anybody. So if you're listening to this radio show or this podcast right now, it shows you what's possible in your life. And that's why people come to air shows. They may not be a pilot, 
But look at all the steps you took, Jerry, to go from not having a vampire jet to now flying a jet in front of a show and now having a season, pretty much at least half of it's gone. But you're not quitting. I'm not quitting. The air show performers are not quitting. So we need to stand tall for the sponsors of your air shows and others and the sponsors of these events. Speaking of sponsors, do you want to put a shout out to any of your sponsors to make sure you're giving them to do credit for standing behind you? Yeah, absolutely. One of our uh, dear sponsors is Gulf Coast and Pacific Coast Avionics, and they are really fine people, have done a lot to step up to help us. UA Vonics with uh, transponder systems for the new 2020 transponder stuff, Marathon Aircraft Batteries, and uh, Paraphernalia Parachutes. And then special shout out to my mechanics that take care of this airplane and, and uh, keep it flying, which is uh, Ultimate Aviation out of uh, Utah, and also Lindy Hammond from Hammonds Aviation down in Homo, Louisiana, where I'm standing right now, having crawled out from any airplane with uh, grease and oil all over me to take this call. <laughs> That's outstanding. And uh, Ultimate Aviation helps us out as well with our three Iskra jets. So, yeah, and that's where I'm going with this. I think fans have got to realize when you go back to the air shows, we're going to be back. So you guys are going to be back. I'm talking to you, the person right now driving in your car, listening to this radio show. I'm talking to you sitting at home that's downloaded one of my podcasts. When you come back, number one, we're going to be thrilled to see you. When you come back, you walk up to each and every one of those sponsors and you Thank them for supporting these performers. Thank them for coming out and supporting these air shows because that's what puts this all together. Jerry, as we roll into this next break, that's what I really want to get into is a little bit more about your jet because I don't want to talk all doom and gloom here, right? That's not how we operate. What I want to talk about is a little bit about your show because people are going to be able to see you, maybe a little bit about how they can find out more about you. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, before I leave for the break, I want to go over just one thing right now to support this radio show, to support what we do. We're on a mission, right? May Day, save our air shows. I say that all the time, May Day. That's what a pilot says when he's in trouble or she's in trouble. May Day, it's universal. Right now with our air shows, ladies and gentlemen, we are in trouble. And this radio show is being used to go out and reach out to you, to the larger audience, so you can help us. Go to renegadeaviator.com and look for the link right on the homepage. It says Mayday Save Our Air Shows. When you go to that link, you're going to be able to kind of read about what's going on. You'll see a couple of videos from me, and there is a way for you to support this radio show. $3 or $9 a month. If you're really cool, you can be one of our VIP crew for 25 bucks a month. If you are a business, 50 to 100 bucks a month gives you visibility with the Renegade Aviator. We will help you promote your business in this time. 50 or 100 bucks a month is not a lot of money. On our links through Patreon, that's who we're using through Patreon, you'll be able to click out of my webpage and give us a credit card and support our show. Save our air shows. Mayday, the RenegadeAviator.com. Mayday, save our air shows at renegadeaviator.com. Wait, I have two seats into LaGuardia, but they're not together. It's boarding right now. We'll take them. We're not going to sit together? Well, so what? It's not that long. You'll read. Well, what about George? He's supposed to pick us up at Kennedy. We'll call him. There's no time. No time? Is there time? There's no time. There's no time. All right, we'll call him from the plane. 
I have one seat in first class and one in coach. The price is the same because your flight was canceled. Oh. Well, uh, I'll take the first class. Jerry? What? Why should you get the first class? Elaine, have you ever flown first class? No. All right, then. See, you won't know what you're missing. I've flown first class, Elaine. I can't go back to coach. I can't. I won't. All right, fine. I don't care. The plane crashes. Everybody in first class is going to die anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll live. Make aviation great again. David Costa, the renegade aviator, will be right back. No reason for stars. You know, one of the most frequent questions that I get asked is how can I be a part of the Renegade Aviator crew? No, really, I'm, I'm really, that's really serious. <laughs> I get that question asked a lot. So uh, the best way to be involved, the best way to be a part of my crew is through Patreon. From just $3 a month, there's other options, we have five of them, but for as little as $3 a month, you can be a member of my Renegade Aviator crew and support our mission. Our mission to promote aviation, air shows, and live aviation events. Patreon.com forward slash Renegade AV8R. Better yet, just visit my webpage, RenegadeAviator.com. Look for Mayday, Save Our Air Shows. You'll find it. It's on the homepage, Mayday save our air shows click that link and get all the information on how you can be a member of my crew and there's benefits to being a member of the crew so go to patreon.com forward slash renegade aviator or just find me where you see the word mayday on the renegade aviator homepage. thanks for staying with me through this short break back to the renegade aviator radio show here we go Ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, with Jerry Connolly, president and air show demo pilot of Vampire Air Shows. Jerry, how do we find out more about your aircraft, your air shows, and what you're doing? Well, uh, of course, anybody can go out and find us on Facebook, Vampire Air Shows, or DH100 Vampire. Uh, website is uh, vampireairshows.simdif. That's S I M D I F Sierra India Mike. Delta India Foxtrot.com. And uh, there's lots of good information. One thing is, uh, there's a lot of good old YouTube videos. I really enjoy watching the old videos because back in the day when they shot this with the black and white cameras, I never thought 70 years later people would be sitting there enjoying this and the format and the media you can see. So there are great examples of the Vampire Flying 1943 with Jeffrey de Havilland, designer and test pilot, going out in a suit and tie and putting on a little leather cap, crawling in the jet, flying it for the first time. And back in those days, just like the P-51 Mustang during World War II, Vampire was designed and built in 100 days. And when you think about you know, the drafting boards and pencils and every single part designed by hand without the use of a computer or wind tunnels or anything else, it's a phenomenal airplane to think about the way it was all put together. The one thing that I love about of all the different jet fighters I've flown the Vampire literally is, I call it the last beautiful jet because of its styling, design, and the lines, sweeping tail fins, and so forth and so on. But it was also built to fly as the first fly-by-wire jet. Hmm. So you pull on a big quarter-inch wire, 
and it makes things go up and down and right and left. So it's a true pilot's airplane that everything is dynamically balanced and statically balanced. So in the air, I can be up at 20,000 feet, take my hands off the stick and fly for 300 miles without ever changing altitude. Hmm. The airplane and the roll and pitch and flying an air show and pulling G, so well balanced that even though I'm pulling on cables to make the flight controls move, even in a, in a 400 to 500 knot downline, very, very light on the control. So it's just an absolute joy. And there are several videos of the older Vampire pilots from back in the 50s and 60s that flew the airplane that the way they would put it, it was just marvelous to fly. <laughs> marvelous. Like being pushed about by angels. <laughs> and, you know, that strikes me, too. When you first go out to an air show as a fan, a lot of times you don't know what questions to ask. You see this more than I do, Jerry. People come up and they go, wow, Jerry, that was so cool what you did. And they don't really know what questions to ask. But I guess it's a shout out to say, get the pilots talking to you or maybe take that opportunity to say, I don't know anything about your airplane. Help me learn because that really you can't appreciate modern technology without looking at how things started. Well, I'll tell you a wonderful story about an experience I had that just kind of brings everything to perspective. I'm flying the Andrews Air Force Base show and the Joint Services show, and there was this guy as I got out on the cockpit and, and took my helmet off, put it on the wing. I looked over, and there's this young girl that walks up from the crowd, and she was in this gaggle of girls, and you tell they were all college age, but she was the brave one to come up and be able to speak to me. So she walks up, and she says, Mr., Mr. I'm like, yes, yes. How are you doing? She goes, where's the pilot? And I'm like, well, I'm the pilot. I just flew the air show. And she goes, oh, and turns around to all of her other college girlfriends and goes, it's the old guy. <laughs> exactly. Kind of puts things in perspective. It does, man. It's amazing. I had actually climbed out of my jet coming into uh, one of the shows I did. And uh, one of the rampers, as he pulls up next to the airplane, I climb out and he goes, you actually fit in that thing? I said, thanks a lot, bud. You know, <laughs> 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 right on. I am with Jerry Conley, Vampire Air Shows. And remember what I said at the end of the last break, go to Renegade renegadeaviator.com and look for the link that says Mayday Save Our Air Shows, where you will be able to support our radio show for as little as three bucks a month. If you're a business and want to promote your show, as little as 50 bucks a month and get advertising on this show. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Be right back. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Call our listener line, 888-366-5256. Ask a question, leave a comment. 888-366-5256. Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied We'll just fly Hey, thanks for joining me on this break on our podcast version of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast version, you either own a business or you work for a business. 
And look, this COVID-19, right, the coronavirus stuff has got business ducking for cover everywhere we look. I get it. But this is the time when businesses can take advantage of opportunities. And here's an opportunity. If your business has anything to do with aviation, consider what I'm about to say. Heck, if your business would benefit from the kind of people who go to air shows, consider becoming a business member of the Renegade Aviator crew. Go to patreon.com forward slash Renegade Aviator, or better yet, go to Renegade AV, the number 8R, renegadeaviator.com. Look for May Day, save our air shows, and as a business... You can promote your business, and I will work together with you to promote your business for as little as 50 or 100 bucks a month. You get a choice. You can pick whatever one you want, 50 or 100 bucks a month. So whether you work for a business and you've got some access to some advertising dollars, or if you own a business, if you're in aviation or not in aviation, now is the time. Air shows attract high-value clients, high-value people that would love to work with you. And if you're in aviation and we don't work together, if you're not part of the 3% that's going to work together to save these air shows and live events, well, you know, I'm doing what I can do. So reach out, renegadeaviator.com. This is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, back to the next segment of the Renegade Aviator radio show. That's a lot of Renegade Aviators, isn't it? Here we go. David Costa, a legend in his own mind. The Renegade Aviator, in the air and on air. Here we go. Jerry, I know we got a season that's kind of up in the air right now. Um, Maybe give us a little bit of understanding. Do you think we're going to be coming back at some point of the year? I mean, it's too early to tell, but I just got a gut that's saying we're going to salvage at least some of this. Well, so far, according to the International Council of Air Shows, Pretty much all the military shows through the end of September have already canceled. As far as the military air shows, there's one or two in like late October, early November that haven't canceled officially yet. I honestly think that's just a matter of time. I have probably three or four, five shows left on my calendar that haven't officially called being canceled that are in like June, July, August, a couple of in Canada. So a lot of it remains to be seen. The Canadian shows are kind of keeping me abreast because, you know, they don't. Canadians just kind of like they see a nuclear explosion off in the distance and they're like, oh, well, we have pawned this shit. <laughs> um, you know, they don't get wound up about too much of anything. So we'll see how that all plays out, even if we don't get any shows in this year. Everybody needs a year. And I know that for myself, for reflection, I stepped back and I looked at some things and said, okay, you know, what can I do differently? I've been doing this for 17 years. How can I make the shows better? How can I make my interaction with the crowd better? What can I do as far as my media presence? It gives us a chance to step back and do things we wouldn't normally do. We've done deeper service and maintenance on the aircraft than we were going to do this year. 
not because things needed to be fixed, but we said, you know what, we had the opportunity to you know, instead of letting a few things that were not critical go, let's just get them all done now while we can. And so, you know, touch up paint and put a, some pretty file on the airplane. So I have this feeling that things are going to come back. I don't know that we'll have a season this year. Just personal feeling. I don't think it's going to come back this year. But I think at the beginning of next year, air shows are going to be packed to the gills. And we're going to probably have the best year we've ever had. Because you know what? You don't miss a show till you don't go to a show. Right. And then it gives you that perspective of going, wait a second here. This is there right in front of me all the time. Right. And it's dance with the one you brought. And a lot of people have a tendency to like take for granted that these air shows are available and the pilots are available. Maybe this will make the crowd a little bit more grateful for what they have in this country, which they don't have in most countries. Absolutely. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen too. You just demonstrated something that I think I talk about each and every week. I mean, this is part aviation promotion. It's part some warped renegade aviator personal development show. But uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, to what Jerry's saying, because this is the sign of a successful person. So no matter what you're doing in your life, no matter what you find that you have passion in, you're going to have setbacks. And boy, we have a setback. And that's all it is. But did you hear what Jerry just said? He's talking about it's time to reflect, look forward, make changes, stay in action. Do you hear out of Jerry any quitting? We're not here to quit, ladies and gentlemen, and we don't want you to quit either. And that's another big draw for these air shows. You're looking at people who are demonstrating success and overcoming obstacles. It ain't all lollipops and uh, unicorns, is it, Jerry? <laughs> no, but uh, I will say this. The one thing that is, I've had a little more opportunity to do that I haven't had during the flight season, and this just gives you a little back, your crowd, a little bit of a background on, you know, if, if a pilot flies, uh, in my case, 18 to 20 shows a year. You have to take about a week to get to the show, looking at weather days. You know, So you're planning, if you're going to be there on a Thursday, you're planning on leaving Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday based on the weather to get there. Sometimes you have one or two legs. So you have that week. Then you've got the three days of the show from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then you've got backed up usually another week to get to the next show. Well, if you take that into consideration, that's 25 to 40 weeks out of the year that an airshow pilot is on the road. For the standpoint of being able to have some downtime and get some things done and kind of like also work on yourself, I'm like yourself. I've <laughs> been out of the Air Force a long time, put on a couple pounds, and uh, started into a, a diet and exercise program to kind of get back to that lean military physique. So turn lemons into lemonade. Do something that's productive for your family, for your life. Don't quit. Pour into it even more. And then you'll reap from what you put into it. So I hope to uh, go to the first air show next year, two flight suits down, <laughs> sizes, and uh, we'll see how that all works out. So far, uh, at 58 years old, it's not as easy as I remember at 28 years old. Oh, man, I'm with you, brother. I am with you. But you know what? That is. And that's what I want people to hear. You don't hear doom and gloom. We are thrilled. Each and every one of us in the air show world, we are thrilled to have the opportunity to be of service to you, the fans, the people listening to this radio show. And that's the mission, what we're doing here in the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. You know what? 
we're not standing down because we don't have to. We can maintain social distance by the airwaves and wait until you see what comes back next year. Better, stronger, faster, more fit. I can't wait. You know, I won't have to wear the wraparound girdle to get into my flight suit either. I mean, you called me to that one, by the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, uh, the G-suit really helps a little bit. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> right on. Jerry Connolly, ladies and gentlemen, demo pilot president. President Vampire Air Shows. Jerry, one more time, give a quick way for people to reach you. Yeah, best and easiest way instead of remembering a website is just do a Google search under Vampire Air Shows. I pop up, go and enjoy the, looking at the uh, airplanes we have available for you. And uh, we hope to see you soon, maybe this year, definitely next year. There is one event I know for sure that's going to happen, and that's uh, Randy Ball, a MiG 17 pilot is having an air show in, uh, I think it's the 4th of July weekend in the near the lake in Tyler, Texas, for all of us air show pilots to get requalified on our SAC cards. And it's going to be a 10 to 12-hour air show over a lake. So uh, it will be a phenomenal experience in the area. I hope you uh, take the opportunity to look it up and find out about it because you can sit around the boat, you can sit on the shore, you can sit in your car and enjoy every jet fighter and warbird you can imagine doing aerobatics over that lake. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, that is one thing. We got to get recalled every year. What a way to do it, man. I love it. Jerry, thank you so much for coming on the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. Thank you, sir. Pilots are cool. That's why I listen to David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. So stay right there. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming uh, coming up to the last segment of the show, and I appreciate you staying here. And uh, normally, this would be a commercial break on our radio show, but for our podcast listeners, a big thank you to each and every one of you listening to this podcast version. I am sincerely grateful for you. And I've got a favor to ask of you. Please share this podcast version of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with everyone else you believe may be entertained by it and may get some value out of it. I work hard each week to bring you positive and inspiring content, and I would really appreciate your help in helping me get the word out and sharing this. RenegadeAviator.com, that's how you reach me. And thank you once again for listening. One more segment, here we go, back to the show. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. No, no, ma'am. This is not a good idea. Sorry, Goose. But it's time to buzz the tower. So No, David, I don't know why the FAA called. They just said they wanted to talk to you about that flyby. Oh, the host of the Renegade Aviator. 
David Costa. David Costa, the renegade aviator. Hey, I started using this final segment of each show as an excuse to make a video promo. So those of you listening right now on radio or on podcast and are not lucky enough to be watching me on video right now, shame on you. On the other hand, those of you watching right now on youtube.com forward slash renegade aviator are probably wishing that you were listening on radio. Yep. Stepping outside my comfort zone again. What else does an air show pilot do when he's unable to fly air shows? We step outside the comfort zone. What does a pilot say when he's in trouble? Mayday. Right now, the air shows that we know and love are in trouble. The Renegade Aviator radio show is focused on air show performers for a reason. Air shows are excellence demonstrated. Air shows show what is possible. Air shows inspire. You may never want to be a pilot, and that's okay. You may not live, eat, sleep, and breathe aviation like I do. That's okay. You know what I'm saying here is true. If you've been to an air show, you've experienced this. You simply can't show up at an air show and not be amazed and inspired. Not been to an air show? You need to get to one as soon as they open up and we get out there and start flying. This is my May Day campaign. This is what the campaign is all about. Go to my webpage and click on the May Day link. I have a way for you to be a member of my crew and part of the solution to help save our air shows. I have levels of participation from three bucks a month for our fans, and I've got ways for businesses to support the Renegade Aviator radio show. And in return, I'm going to promote your business for a hundred bucks a month or less. You can't beat it. Check out renegadeaviator.com and click on the May Day link on the homepage. The page will allow you access to my crew opportunities with Patreon. Check it out. Cancel anytime. See all the cool stuff I'm giving back to members of my crew. Renegadeaviator.com. Renegade AV, the number 8R.com. You can even send me a voicemail right through the website. Pretty cool. This is David Costa in the air with my TS-11 Iskra jet and on air. See you next week. Mayday. Save our air shows. See ya. So be